Yup, we are back again with yet another. I really appreciate y'all, man. It's nothing but love coming from me, because honestly, I can feel the love that's 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 being poured over me, man. I really enjoy it, and I really appreciate you all for giving me your space, giving me your time, keeping me company, right? Because as I said several episodes ago, this at times really, really, really feels like the best therapy you can have. And I appreciate you all, even those listening in Israel, Germany, and other countries. Uh, it's, it's nothing but love, you know? It's nothing but love. Salute, salute, salute. But yes, like I said, we are back with yet another one. We got to get into it, guys. We got to get into it. And um, for, for those who have not heard an episode yet, literally the namesake of the show, ask a question because we're opening up the time capsule, right? And we're going we're gonna to put this in the time capsule at the end. I like to ask a question to those possible future, future robots, artificial intelligence, intelligence, whatever you want to call it in the future. All right. So today, dear future robots. Is CRISPR delivering on its promises? Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't explain what CRISPR is. Just for those out there that maybe don't know or haven't seen it yet, it's pretty much, well, let me first give you the acronym. It is an acronym, guys. CRISPY or CRISPR without the E, all right? But uh, the acronym stands for Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short palindromic repeats those are a lot of words that <laughs> that maybe a lot of you have not heard in that order uh, but trust me it is something and it uh is it's really revolutionary actually i remember when it first came out uh and i remember hearing about it i can be a nerd sometimes right but uh i remember hearing about it and thinking oh lord the future is nigh like i said it's it's it, revolutionary gene editing technology that allows expert scientists to make precise changes to DNA sequence of living cells. That's all living cells, guys. CRISPR works by using a guide RNA. Oof, RNA. Y'all remember that? Now, for all my today people out there that remember mRNA from all those COVID-19 arguments from a few years back. Oh, oh, the fun times. <laughs> But uh, the primary function of RNA is to carry genetic information that is translated by ribosomes into various proteins necessary for pretty much all things involving cells. CRISPR works by using a guide RNA molecule to target a specific DNA sequence, which is then cut and edited by a CRISPR-associated enzyme. And that enzyme is what is, is considered a CAS. They call it CAS, C-A-S. For short, uh, the resulting changes can be used to add, delete, or modify specific genes or genetic sequences. Some of the current applications uh, are gene therapy, right? CRISPR could be used to treat a range of the genetic diseases, including cancer, uh, sickle cell anemia. Also, it can it can be used for synthetic biology, right? It can be used to design or engineer uh, biological systems. All right, body parts, uh, environmental, like I mentioned, aging and longevity. We spoke about aging, uh, I think it was two episodes ago or something like that. But it's pretty much this is it's it's awesome. All right. It can allow you to I think movies were depicting it like uh, something that can allow you to make a quote unquote designer baby. Right. Before your child is born, 
they can go in there and for instance if you want a child with uh, green eyes or something like that they can actually do that even if you don't have green even if you got brown eyes they can do that some might think it's scary you know some have said it's like playing god but whatever it's pretty amazing it's very interesting so that's my question y'all i know that was a little long-winded but i felt like i had to kind of explain uh what what crispr was i hope somebody got something from it right because i'm sure some people out there that are like yeah 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 we already know but not everybody knows so i'm gonna pay respect to that but that's that today 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 I will be going through uh, just a few updates on certain things that I probably already talked about in the past or for sure talked about and uh, get into some new things, right? I'm talking about Ja. That's Ja Morant, y'all. Get a little bit into Lamar Jackson for my sports lovers. And uh, I got to talk about TikTok. I got to talk about TikTok. I have to. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much all the updates I got. Then we got a little more. Yeah, we're going in today, guys. It's going to be fun, though. Chill, but fun. All right. I'm going to try to make this as short as I can. All right. I'm going to try to, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> hey, man, let's start the show. And we are back. Thank you for being patient. I hope y'all like that little bit of music. You know, just... uh playing with the editing a little bit you know uh uh hey like i said this is definitely going to be a process of just growth uh, evolution all that the show is going to continue to get better i'm going to continue to get better just appreciate your patience but yeah oh shout out to everybody that wanted uh tomorrow usman to win i did see the fight earlier um man i should make a fight show man i, I think uh I, I would love that for those who know me uh actually for those who don't know i am a major 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 uh boxing fan that's my favorite sport that's my favorite sport uh, i do also uh occasionally enjoy the mma uh you know specifically ufc uh, occasionally but mainly i'm boxing but it was a, a, a pretty big fight today, I'll say. I wouldn't call it a mega fight, but it was a pretty big fight today uh, between the current champ, Leon Edwards, from the UK, and Kamaru Usman, uh, Nigerian-born uh, American. It was a pretty good fight. I'm not going to front. Pretty good fight. Uh, for those waiting for the fight, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe I think it was in the U.S. and it was coming. it's coming on at midnight. Y'all missed it. And I'm sorry for the spoiler. But it is what it is. Y'all should do a better job of Googling or something or just keeping up. Uh, but yes, uh, Kamaru lost. Right? It was it was a close decision, but I think he should have did a little bit more uh, to 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 force the takedown. Uh, it seems like in his camp they were more focused on stopping the head kick. Uh, as opposed to figuring out craftier ways to take down because you know that's where his uh, dominance was going to really come from because he wasn't going to beat leon edwards uh, in a stand-up because that's leon's game but this isn't really a fight podcast yeah i'm gonna throw something in there every so often because again uh this is wendy's philosophy uh, <laughs> for y'all that that know about the youtube uh but yes I digress. 
So from, I guess, one sport to another. Let's get right into it. Ja Morant, I had to give an update. Um, and, and honestly, if, if for those who have been keeping up, it's been it's been yapped about a bit, obviously, right? ESPN's 24 hour sports network. I ain't doing I ain't 24 hours on this. I got a I got a life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, you're trying to get paid for it, but we ain't getting paid for it yet. But uh as far as an update, man, if 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 you missed my previous take or what I said on it briefly, just go back. Just go, just listen to all the episodes again. You know what I mean? Just you know, listen to the sound of my voice. Ja Morant ended up getting a total of eight games uh worth of a suspension, I guess. Uh, really just two games suspension from the, the league itself. He, uh, I think that he personally took two days and then the team gave him uh, four games or something like that. He plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, and also after that, that was six. After that, the league just threw another two. Do y'all think that's fair? I don't necessarily think so. John Morant is, I guess, what we would consider Derrick Rose mixed with Allen Iverson. Everybody got to know those two people now. Uh, two electrifying players. One represented culture. And the other one was just a unstoppable force at one point in the league. Right? And honestly, you guess what I'm talking about because it can really go for either one of those men. But John Morant kind of embodies uh, aspects from each of those guys. Right? So... Obviously, with that being said, he is an electrifying player that the NBA currently has. And I think this past week we found out how valuable he is. Because, man, if that wasn't a bag of booties, uh, eight games. And and let me let me just rewind. Rewind the tape right quick. John Morant was caught on his own Instagram live holding up a gun. That's something the NBA really frowns upon, right? If you're around... Uh, anything having to do with the team or they suspect you uh, being around the team at all and you have a gun, that's an automatic 50-game suspension. And that's because of somebody in the past named Gilbert Arenas. And I can't remember the other guy's name, Javaris Crittenton. I really can't remember the other guy's name right now, 100%. But uh, Gilbert Arenas infamously uh, was caught with a whole bunch of guns in the locker room. One instance... And that's when he played for the Washington Wizards. And he got suspended for a whole lot. And it pretty much derailed his career, really. He made a lot of money because of the, you know, NBA uh, contract structures. But it, it ended his career pretty much. Yes. So John Moran, as I mentioned before, for y'all keeping up, he only got eight games. He didn't get 50 games. Why, you might ask? Uh, if you ask me, I think Nike had a big hand in that. I mean, I'm sure they they uh, they bent the ear of Adam Silver. I'm I'm, I'm sure because uh, they have a shoe deal with him, and it's worth a lot of money. They pretty much gave him Kyrie Irving's old deal. For those who don't know, Kyrie Irving used to be on Nike. He's not anymore. That's another basketball player. That's crazy. I have to talk like this because not everybody follows sports, right? And this isn't a sports podcast, but not everybody's. He obviously has gotten preferential treatment. They had that softball interview with him and Jalen Rose. Yeah, yeah. Hey, power's moving, man. That's that's how I see it. Power is moving. Let's say. I guess how I see it is, big business is gone. Big business. I'll call it like that. But 
do y'all think John Moran can keep his nose clean? I personally think this this might be, uh, this was just a snapshot of who he is or who he wants to be. Uh, hey, we will see. Uh, let me ju- let me just move on, man. John Moran's getting boring to me. Uh, let's see. Lamar Jackson. That's somebody I actually haven't talked about yet. I don't understand how owners are able to just seem to always be a step ahead of players and and definitely the fans but it's just weird to me they they kind of just do what they want like in this particular situation people are throwing it out there and using the word allegedly if you know what i mean but they're throwing out cries of collusion because uh lamar jackson was really looking for a max contract right uh based on money that other quarterbacks of equal or lesser uh, talent have gotten. And that's his right. It took Dan to the whole season. So they actually uh, hit Lamar Jackson with a non-exclusive franchise tag. What that does is allow players to just negotiate with other teams. The issue of collusion comes in, or alleged collusion comes in, where people are saying, clearly these teams are talking with each other. Nobody else is going to offer him anything crazy. So he's going to just end up maybe sitting out the season or something like that or or signing for less than he possibly could have gotten if maybe all things were fair. Uh, that's that's very interesting. They, they, bro, the NFL, they don't play. This is like they must be like this. Is this the mafia? Are we watching like the mafia or something? This is crazy. They're able to just do what they want. Finesse fans. And because they're able to finesse fans easily, they finesse the players. <laughs> like, hey, I hate to bring up Kaepernick, but look what happened to that man. I'm not gonna say he was the best of leaders or anything. I don't. I don't think that's the case. Uh, and he definitely took that hush money. But damn, it's another example of big business is going big business. You just gotta admit that. Uh, not a big fan of it, but it is what it is. Uh, that's one of the main reasons I stopped actually watching the NFL. So I stopped participating. Uh, I love the sport. I still do. I just, eh, I, I can care less, man. I'm, I can care less. Just, you know, give me a chessboard uh, and and give me boxing as, as far as sports. That's, that's, I'll be fine with that. I mean, I, I don't need any, any other sports. Oh, and I, I got to be able to see. Occasionally see the uh, ten-minute NBA highlight on YouTube. I, yeah, yeah, that's that's as much as I can stomach. I'm not watching three hours on any TV right now. Uh, nah, I'm just not doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Boxing is like ten. It could be ten minutes. It could be thirty minutes. But that's about it. You know what I mean? So let me get off sports. That's enough about sports. I should say that's enough about big business. Their parent company is called ByteDance. TikTok is partially owned by China. Well, the U.S. government right now is essentially forcing ByteDance, excuse me, to sell their shares of ownership in the company. Mm, 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 mm. I haven't really seen or heard of something like this before. I'm 36 years young uh, and I don't know everything. Uh, Nobody does. Uh, So um, obviously I could be a bit short sighted in that. Maybe it happened back in the 19-somethings, but this is interesting, being forced to sell. 
with ByteDance just because China owns it. And we had a president who, I, I guess he said China uh, every other day. And now look at it. His uh, seeds have come to fruition. I wonder what that means if he becomes president again. Uh, we'll get to him later. But this is very interesting. Being forced to sell. Does uh, ByteDance actually sell their shares, though? I mean, how many users this thing has? Uh, hundreds of millions of users around the world? Uh, probably more than that. But do they just give up on the American market? Push it everywhere else? Do they go that route and just believe just like we use fire sticks and stuff like that here in America, bootleggers or whatever, only in the Hellcat stuff. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> no, he's convicted, right? Yeah. So uh, maybe people still find a way around uh, by unlocking phones and still, you know, being able to get onto the app or something like that. So maybe they take that chance just to, you know, buck the system or they just sell. And if they sell, who buys it? Because I can't imagine the price tag. That 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 price tag can't be that crazy. Because you got to sell anyways. We're not going too high. <laughs> you got to come down, buddy. Huh. What do y'all think about that? We've been seeing a lot of things with, uh, with regards to uh, companies recently being handicapped, so to speak. Uh, humbled. Humbled, for those that remember that uh, Disney episode. It's, I, I think it's very interesting. We can see a company like Hybe maybe putting a bid in. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. But hey, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm definitely keeping an eye out on this whole TikTok situation with ByteDance. Uh, I, think, I think it's extremely interesting and it has many implications for the future. Like, what's the world going to be like if if now, uh, if companies are starting to get bullied like this, I mean, after going through the past hundred, hundred or something years of corporations like running our politics, uh, running geopolitics in general, like globalist type stuff, like what does this mean? Is this the start of something? Are they going to have to adjust? Ah, very interesting. But being, let's let's move on, being that we're talking about politics, I got to talk about Teflon Don. Yes, Teflon Don, Donnie J. That buffoon, I mean, that idiot, I mean, that guy, according to him, looks like he's trying to wake up some latent passion from his, uh, from his old crew. You know, you know, the people who used to have the red hats, at least in Florida, they used to have the red hats and the, the, two, three, four flags on the back of their pickup trucks. You remember those people? The the ones that now have uh, DeSantis banners, right? Those guys are the, the DeSantis bumper stickers now. You know, used to be Trump. Those people. Those people that uh, still say the N-word in their house, but, you know, maybe they'll hold the door for you now in person, you know what I mean? Those people. He's trying to, it seems like he's trying to get them to wake up and come back. I don't know. He had a, a statement. I think it was earlier today. Let me read that for y'all. 
uh, on his, he has a, for y'all that don't, that don't know, he has a social media platform, even though he's been allowed to go everywhere else, he's still sticking to his guns and he's on his, uh, social media platform called truth social, I believe it is. So he had a, what do you call this? A, a, a truthy, I don't know, not a tweet. So these are, uh, Donald J. Trump's words. All right. Now, illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crimes and whose leaders is funded by George Soros. There's that name again. Uh, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked in, in uh, parentheses here by numerous other prosecutors in parentheses, uh, fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protest, take our nation back with an explanation point at the end. That's end quote. Man, and that's 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 at real Donald Trump. This guy is still at it. Very slick, though. He's, you know, he's he's very slick. He he doesn't say uh uh he doesn't say use violence or anything. He's just like protest. We we kind of know what that. I feel like we know what that means. <laughs> you know, is, is, is there is going to be another uh, January six? Yeah, is it going to be March twenty first, twenty twenty three? Now, are we doing that again? Or are are they doing that again? I mean, we'll find me there. Uh, I don't know. Now we have Trump again. Look, let me give my 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 opinion on this whole uh, Trump situation that's going on right now. I think it's interesting. Now, I'm not a Trump fan in the slightest at all. I, like I said before, I think he's a uh, I think he's a buffoon. Uh, dude that came up with a lot, you know, golden spoon or what, whatever. And, uh, how, how do you like to say that? What's that? What's that phrase? Uh, when you were, you were born on third, but you think you hit a triple that's Donald Trump. And he's, uh, from a area of the world that, you know, we call the big apple right now. But, uh, back when he was born, it had a specific, uh, attitude that came with it. I think it still has that now. Right. But, you know, he's from that time. So he's carried that, obviously. Uh, he, you can see on any documentary about Donald Trump that he's had ties or run-ins with ex-mafia. Uh, so he, you know, I think that's something he kind of wanted to be. You know I mean, he obviously didn't grow up like that, but it's something he saw. It's something that he was around. So he wanted to be like that. Sound familiar? John Morant. Uh, but... That's that's what I think about Trump. And right now, I will say, let's let's entertain it though. What does it mean if Trump does get indicted? What does it mean if he gets arrested? Hmm. Uh let's see. Has there ever been any presidents uh from the past that have been arrested? Nah. <laughs> no. Uh, no, just like Congress people, senators, just, just like these people wouldn't vote to, uh, lower their pay or, or lose out on insurance. Like 
nobody's nobody in these positions are going to vote to decrease their level of power. That, that it, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. Uh, so, no, I, I don't think anything happens. I think this is a dog and pony show to uh, manipulate the masses, to make Donald Trump as toxic as possible, even more toxic than he is. But he's still got he still got people coming out, these idiots. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, if if y'all think he's going to get arrested, man, I got a bridge to sell y'all, man. There's no way. There's never been a president that's, that's been arrested. It doesn't even make sense. Not in, not in the context of our country. There's been other countries, but not in the United States. Uh, I think we've only had one president that had legal issues. Uh, uh, no, let's say two. Was Richard Nixon and, and, and Bill Clinton. And uh, we've never, we've only had one president that's had uh, uh, financial issues. And that's because he, he kind of got, it was, it's Ulysses S. Grant, by the way. <laughs> that's how far back. But uh, he was actually famously swindled by uh, an investment firm back in the day. And he lost his fortune. And that's after he was president. But, you know, that that's pretty much the worst outside of assassinations we're not talking about presidents that have died and stuff like that. Just legal issues or financial issues. Not that, but nothing really ever happens to presidents, man. Once you once you are accepted into that circle, you're you're pretty much untouchable. Like all this going on, all all the stuff that's going on right now, guys, is political posturing, uh, pressure tactics, uh, manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want people to go to those rallies anymore. They don't they don't want to give him that power. Uh but hey, we'll see how it plays out. And if y'all disagree with me, man, y'all got to let me know. All right? I, I I prefer the back and forth uh cuz I'm able to pick your brain. I want y'all to be able to pick my brain. And uh who knows, y'all might be able to convince me. Uh but y'all know what the alternative of a welcome that should say. But yeah, man, uh I don't see anything happening to that man. We'll see. But come, yeah, yeah, hey, y'all know, come election time, and even before that, like, let these people know that y'all not going for it. Y'all not going for the mess, all right. And if 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 uh, we got republic strategic Republicans out there, uh, trust me, I don't think y'all want to see a Ron DeSantis presidency, or even y'all don't y'all don't even want to see him go up there. So uh, let's get rid of him early, all right. Uh, if it's Trump versus DeSantis. Strategically, I prefer to get Trump in there. Like I said before, I think DeSantis is very dangerous. I think he's uh, one of those quiet racists. Uh, hey, it is what it is. Uh, allegedly, that is that is just my opinion. But uh, he moves very, very, very strategic. I don't trust it at all. But hey, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Uh, Trump's an idiot. I think he. I just think he's an idiot. He's a buffoon. I don't think he is strategic at all. So I think the threat level is yeah is is rhetoric and uh, you know dummies running around with costumes and uh, vandalizing things. Uh, but hey, that's just my opinion. We'll see how everything goes. But man, told you I was gonna be interesting. We got the updates out of the way. Uh, I got to speak about this this whole Trump thing a little bit. Uh, it's a lot. There's a lot going on with that, man. I, I could have went on another 30 minutes talking about Trump, but 
I guess let's just wait until Tuesday, right? Let's see what happens. Oh, and uh, I'm going to just move on to my predictions, guys. I still have not figured out what to name this segment. Let's see. Send in, send in some uh, suggestions. Why don't y'all? Why don't y'all send in a few suggestions for my uh, little segment here where I give my predictions towards the end? All right, let's make this interactive. Why not? Why not? But yeah. Let's get right into my prediction for the day. Ah, so in the beginning, y'all heard me already talk about CRISPR a little bit. My prediction is that CRISPR will be solely for the rich in the future. Something like that uh, machine they had on that Elysium movie. If y'all don't remember that or don't know what that is, look it up. Watch it. All right. Uh, we're at a time now with the technology and a lot of this creativity that we have in the world where life is imitating art. It just is. So check that Elysium movie out. But yes, there's a machine in Elysium where it you pretty much, it, it kind of looks like a futuristic x-ray machine, but it fixes anything that's, that's wrong with you, right? Any maladies you might have, any it, it, it somehow fixes all of that with some futuristic technology. Right. <laughs> I think it's, I think CRISPR in the future is going to be something that's solely for the rich. All right. I mean, people get surgery now to change everything on them. Like girls are getting butts and, and breasts and all that and face, you know, and, and guys are getting the same thing. So why wouldn't they do it? <laughs> why wouldn't they do it to their kids or their future kids? I guess it only makes sense. And also, uh, science now, and I, I, I guess always, right? Science, I could say always, uh, eventually goes to the highest bidder. Yeah. Pay for play. We still got that kind of system going on. I, I can't wait till we change it. But that's where we are now. So, yeah, I mean, that's my prediction. Let me know if you think otherwise. If y'all want to get in contact out there, uh, send me your questions, comments, uh, business, whatever the case is. Uh, my email where I can be reached is wendy at dearfuturerobots.com. Uh, that's wendy, W-E-N-D-Y, at dearfuturerobots.com. Uh, I already been telling y'all to turn me up. I'm about to start being active on the social media, guys. I know, I know, I'm lame. Uh, but, 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 I can't say thank you enough if you stayed for the whole episode. I really appreciate it. We're trying to grow this as naturally as possible. I only sent it to a few people. Uh, I want it to grow as naturally as it can, you know? And uh, once I get to a good chunk of episodes, I'll I'll uh, start getting on my uh, advertising game and, and spreading it and doing my thing that way, social media and all that. But as of now, I like it intimate. You know, I want a good 10,000. <laughs> uh, man, I want everybody listening. Uh, but like I said, I just wanted to grow naturally, right? Just naturally. But guys, again, that's enough added to the time capsule, y'all. I appreciate it. Peace. And we are just, you know,
just crashing, y'all. So just do your best to leave a mark. Once again, this is Wendy. I appreciate you listening. Dear Future Robots, peace.